In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Good morning, good evening, and good night, everyone. We are Eat Sleep Fantasy, and I am your new host, Armando Crespo, and you can follow me at Thunder Crespo, and with me today is Dale DeMont. Yeah, uh, you are not the new host, by the way. You are a co-host, and I am a co-host. Um, nobody's more important than the other on this podcast, so uh, you can follow me at Dale underscore fantasy, but most importantly, uh, follow us our, at our website at EatSleepFF. Uh, neither Armando or I have ever led a podcast. It's usually uh, Brito, Christian Brito, or Richard, um, and neither one of them are here today. It's just us. So uh, we can do whatever we want. So how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. We're, uh, we decided to do a mock together because we have completely different opinions on how to draft and how to go about it. And I'm just really curious to see what we come up with as a team because I hated your team last week. And I know yeah. you hated my team before that with Brito. Yeah, so yeah. we have really contradicting opinions. So I think it's going to be really fun to see what we come up with at the sixth spot is what we're drafting today. Yep. Yeah, we're going to draft from the sixth spot, 12-team uh, league, standard league, uh, with one quarterback two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex, which in this case is going to be a wide receiver and a running back. Um, yeah, I, it is going to be really interesting because we both have different opinions on a lot of players, so I'll try not to yell at you and I'll try not to call you stupid, but there's no guarantees, and I'm sure you'll do the same to me. Yeah, um, sounds good. I'll, yeah. Um, I do have good news, everyone. My boat is fixed and I got my car back, so my life is normal, and you might be hearing a little more of Armando on this podcast. So you, so you have a boat and a car, but you don't have a house. <sighs> well, I have a home, Dale. I have a home. <laughs> yeah, it, it is where the heart is, right? Exactly. And my heart's with you. <laughs> yeah, this is like, um, if for those of you who don't know, uh, Armando and I are brother-in-laws. Uh, I, my, my wife is um, his girlfriend's sister. And um, I've, so. I've kissed his wife on the lips. On accident, but he has. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and he's seen my girlfriend naked, so <laughs> too far. Okay, let's move <laughs> That is too far. It's like getting weird now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're, uh, you know, we've known each other for a really long time. And so uh, out of the four of us, me and Armando probably fight the most uh, because we love each other. Um, sure. Sure. <laughs> all right uh so let's go let's just get right into the mock like i said we're gonna draft in the sixth position today um all right let's just get to it really we have armando and i the one thing we do agree on is we draft on value based we don't go in thinking we're gonna draft all wide receivers all running backs we look at the best value the best player at that position and we draft from there so um yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and, and start the mock draft and uh maybe if you guys could uh, let us know how we did at the end Maybe uh, I, I think I'm a little more passive than Armando, so I think I'm going to give him a little bit more than him. But um, we'll we'll see how it goes. I like to compromise, but I don't like to give up. Yeah. See. Yeah. And for me, it's all or nothing sometimes. So. Um. All right. Let's get right into it. I'm starting the mock draft now. Um. At the sixth spot, I'm really hoping someone like Adrian Peterson falls to us. In my opinion, that's who I would love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the first pick was Antonio Brown. Very typical of almost every single mock draft and every single draft we've done. Uh, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, uh, David Johnson at number four, and Todd Gurley at number five. So Todd Gurley uh, went in the top five again in these mock drafts. Um, so right now we're looking at a couple running backs and a couple wide receivers uh, for the running backs. The, I'll just mention the top running backs. We're not going to go through a whole list. But Ezekiel Elliott is there, so is Adrian Peterson. And then for the wide receivers, uh, players like A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, of course, you know, Lamar Miller, Gronk is still there too. Um, who's You're still going with Adrian Peterson here? You're, it's sticking out to you. You were hoping you were going to get him at the six? Yeah, I really like Adrian Peterson. Um, the only difference between Adrian Peterson and Ezekiel Elliott is, in my eyes is safety. I do love Ezekiel's talent. He was amazing in college, and that offensive line over there is great. But... I know what I'm going to get with Adrian Peterson. I know he's going to lead the NFL in carries. So I, I just feel like he's a lot safer than Ezekiel Elliott. 
I am personally extremely high on AJ Green, and I'm extremely high on DeAndre Hopkins. I have AJ Green two and DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins three, um, and I have Adrian Peterson one. So I'm just going to go with the best the best player on my board, and that's Adrian Peterson overall is number one for me. Yeah, I mean, people talk about Adrian Peterson's age, um, and I've said it in, in podcasts before. Uh, I'm not concerned yet. Uh, when I start seeing him break down, um, you know, it it will become a concern, and maybe he will break down the season. But to begin the season, I think he's going to be he's going to be fresh. He's going to be ready. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, although he's shown some great runs uh, in the preseason, and you know, he had a pretty good, co- or really good college career. Um, I'm still taking Adrian Peterson to be the safest bet with our first round pick. You want to be as safe as possible. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going Adrian Peterson here uh, along with you. So let's let's do that and. You know, to be honest, in, in my drafts this year, I haven't picked running backs in the first round, um, even at this position. But uh, I'm I'm willing to see what the team looks like after this. So let's let's go with Adrian Peterson. So after we drafted Adrian Peterson, uh, guys like DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, AJ Green went. Uh, Rob Gronkowski finished out the first round in the the twelfth pick in the first round. Uh, coming back around, uh, getting more and more popular of a pick early on is Mike Evans. Uh, he's shown us some great things in the preseason. His ADP is rising throughout the preseason. Uh, so he was taken in the first pick in the second round. Uh, and then a couple of running backs went off the board, uh, LaShawn McCoy and Mark Ingram. So we have the seventh pick in the second round. Um, and we're looking at uh, people like Le'Veon Bell, uh, Keenan Allen, Alshon Jeffrey, Devontae Freeman. Um, any of those guys sticking out to you? We have Eddie Lacy as well and Brandon Cooks. Well... I'll be completely honest. I know I won't be able to sway you, but if I was drafting on my own, not a chance. I really love Le'Veon Bell, and if you have Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell week four, that's a championship team. That's incredible. I know I can't sway you because you're extremely heavy on wide receivers, but if you have those two wide, we have those two running backs. Holy shit! Uh, but my number one, my number six wide receiver on the board is Keenan Allen. He's still available. I do not want anything of Alshon Jeffrey this year. Um, I've been reading a couple of things from Stefania Bell on ESPN, and she is extremely worried about Alshon Jeffrey's health. And I've, I'm just going to ride that wave and just stay away from him personally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, over, after 18 picks, we had uh, 10 wide receivers go. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, 10 running backs go, which is pretty heavy, I think. Uh, 10 running backs in the first, uh, like I said, 18 picks, is I think it's pretty pretty good. Um, I Yeah, I would be... Me and you differ on Keenan Allen. You have him really, really high. You have him ranked sixth best uh, wide receiver, and I have him ranked that twelfth best wide receiver. Um, but here, I think he is going to be the best option um, besides Keenan Allen. Uh, you know, we do have Alshon Jeffrey, which I agree with you. I'm, I'm not drafting Alshon Jeffrey uh, at least this early. I don't think it's a good value. Uh, we have Brandon Cooks and Amari Cooper and Sammy Watkins available as well. Uh, out of those guys, I'm, I'm taking Keenan Allen. Looking back at you know at the draft already, you know, uh, start with Adrian Peterson, Keenan Allen. I'm I'm happy with. Yeah, there's no way I can convince you to take Le'Veon Bell, right? Not a chance. Not a chance. I'm staying away from Le'Veon Bell. I know, uh, and sp- even in you know the this pick, um, you know, we're in the seventh pick of the second round. If he comes back to us in the beginning of the third, yes, I'll I'll consider. But right now, I'd much rather have Keenan Allen, okay. who again was dominating in targets last year before he got injured. Uh, he was on pace to come really, really close to uh, Antonio Brown's targets, actually. I'm sorry, receptions. So I, I expect him to have big things as long as he stays healthy and Philip Rivers stays healthy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. He's number six for me, so take him. Okay. All right. Easy enough. So we start off Adrian Peterson and Keenan Allen, which, again, I'm okay with. Um, to round out the second round, we had people like Jamal Charles. Le'Veon Bell went a few picks after ours. Uh, then we uh, ended up with um, this 12th. The twelfth pick in the second round was Amari Cooper, and then we could get into the third round. Uh, this, this is, is where ugly. I hate all these players. Go ahead, read them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the the third round starts getting a little tricky because your top, you know, the top twenty four guys that everybody knows about, you know, are starting to disappear. Um, so in this round, Eddie Lacy, Alshon Jeffrey went. Uh, Russell Wilson was the first quarterback off the board in the third round, wow. which is pretty typical. That's brutal. Um, Russell Wilson yeah. over Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers are still on the board. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as far as quarterbacks going off the board, if you're going to get a top one, you got to get them in the third. Um, and then C.J. Anderson was last pick. Uh, so we have, uh, we have the next pick, which is going to be the 30th pick overall, the sixth pick in the third round. 
Um, I'm staying away from quarterbacks this early. Uh, you agree? I guess, I guess it depends what players you're going to bring up right now. Um, go ahead and bring them up. I, I'll argue that. I, I'm kind of liking Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers right now, depending on who you bring up as your player. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, so some running backs are available are Latavius Murray and Carlos Hyde. Um, and some wide receivers you're looking at are Sammy Watkins, T.Y. Hilton, and Demarius Thomas. Um, I, I do like Demarius Thomas this year. Uh, and I think third round, you know, the middle of the third is pretty good value. Um, and, and I am still leaning towards a wide receiver here, um, just because I do like, do like the wide receiver value much more than, than the running back value. Um, well, the, the running backs that I'm looking at right now, you know, I don't want any part of Sammy Watkins or T.Y. Hill. They're the top two guys available. I do agree with Demarius Thomas. I do love me some Randall Cobb this year. I think he's a great value at the 18th wide receiver off the board. Um, but I kind of lean towards Latavius Murray right now. Personally, I think he's a pretty good value. He's a high-end number two running back with a potential to finish in the top 12. I don't like the other running backs available in Carlos Hyde, Thomas Rawls, Matt Forte. I do like Matt Forte, but not not for this pick. Um, yeah, I agree with you. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty heavy on Latavius Murray. I just feel like, you know, actually I'm not that heavy on it. For this pick, I would take Latavius Murray. In most drafts, I would try to avoid him at all costs. But uh, yeah, Thomas, I guess is a middle ground for both of us. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think one thing we could both agree on is Demarius Thomas. Um, it's probably not popular opinion to take him before T. Y. Hilton and Sammy Watkins. Um, Sammy Watkins, I do like, uh, but T. Y. Hilton, I don't think is going to be as valuable as Dante Moncrief in a couple of rounds from now. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that. I don't see the value. I think T. Y. Hilton is definitely be going way too early in this in drafts right now. I don't yeah. don't want any part of him right now. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not drafting him in the third round. Um, so really, we have the decision between Latavius Murray and Demarius Thomas. Uh, if I could sway you to take Demarius Thomas here, um, yeah, I'm, I think I think that, I think I think starting off with Keenan Allen, Demarius Thomas is our one-two is pretty strong. Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, Latavius Murray at all. I just think that he would be my number one pick. But I'm really high on Demarius Thomas, so go ahead and take him. Okay. All right. So we drafted Demarius Thomas with our sixth pick in the third round, uh, or pick six in the third round. Excuse me. Uh, just to let you guys know in the in the end of the third round, uh, we had people like Jonathan Stewart, T.Y. Hilton, Latavius Murray, and Cam Newton uh, was drafted in the twelfth pick of the third round. So that's two quarterbacks, two top quarterbacks in the third round gone, uh, Go- gone, goon. <laughs> goon. <laughs> um, and then to start off the fourth round, we had players like Carlos Hyde. Uh, Josh Gordon was taken really early, in my oh opinion. Oh my god! Fifth fifth pick in the fourth round. Uh, followed by Thomas Rawls. Uh, so it is now our pick. Uh, we have the 43rd overall pick. This is a fourth round. Um, That's amazing that DeMarco Murray fell to us here. But uh, go ahead and read him off who's available. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, we have guys like DeMarco Murray, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, we have Aaron Rodgers, um, Jarvis Landry. Uh, right now, if, if we want to get a running back, because uh, right now we only have... Can you tell, can you tell me a t- couple other running backs that are available? I only see DeMarco Murray. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so as far as the running backs that are available, we have DeMarco Murray, uh, Ryan Matthews, Jeremy Lankford, Frank Gore, Melvin Gordon available at running back. Um, what, what are you thinking? And I'll, I'll, I'll explain my thoughts here. Well, um, can you show me why more wide receivers too? I'm sorry, I only see two guys. Uh, so the wide receivers available are... Right now, just so you know, I'm leaning towards DeMarco Murray. My biggest worry is Derrick Henry... Um, He's just, they both look so amazing. And I'm just worried that, you know, the season's going to start off with DeMarco Murray. And by, like, mid-season, it's going to be a Derrick Henry show. Um, DeMarco Murray does have a history of being getting injured. I know he was, he's been healthy for the past two seasons. But I just, I, that still worries me from the past, yeah. you know. Yeah, it stays in the back of your head. And especially, you know, you when you're drafting, you got to kind of remember, you know, to not, uh, not, uh, hinder yourself by being burned by players in the past. Um, you know, if DeMarco Murray burned you, you know, last season with a high pick um, or the season before, um, you know, try to kind of forget that and try to look at stats and data for this year because I think this year is going to be a different year for DeMarco Murray. Um, so our wide receivers we could choose are Jeremy Macklin, Eric Decker, Jarvis Landry, Doug Baldwin, Julian Edelman. The um, only guy I like, I mean, I like Macklin and Landry equal, an equal amount. Um, I, it's not my typical draft to go three wide receivers, um, but looking at what might come back around to us, I'm hoping Melvin Gordon might come back to us. I see him as a pretty 
I think he's a steal right now in drafts going as a 20th running back off the board. Um, so I wouldn't be opposed if we went Langer or Macklin right now and then pray that Melvin Gordon fell to us or even Fred Gore, Arian Foster. You know, that that's not bad for a number two running back. I know they might not, but I think Landry's my – I like him the most out of the guys available right now. I think that would be an amazing flex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, my thoughts here are, uh, you know, the difference between somebody like – um, let's see, DeMarco Murray and uh, Danny Woodhead or Duke Johnson, you know, because those are the people that might, you know, fall to us in a few in a few picks. Or, the, you know, the difference in the wide receivers, if we pick, you know, if we don't pick a wide receiver now, you know, we could end up with somebody like Calvin Benjamin, Michael Floyd, which I'm okay with. Yeah, or Jordan you, got, Matthews. you got me. Uh, yeah, go ahead and take DeMarco Murray and Melvin Gordon. I, those are the two guys. That, if I was going to draft a running back, or Ryan Matthews. Eesh. You know, I, I think, I, think uh, I think we both like Melvin Gordon, and I think we can reach for him here. It is a little bit early, I think, but if we don't get Melvin Gordon now, he's not going to come back to us. It, so if you're okay with Melvin Gordon, I'm okay with reaching for him a little bit. What are your thoughts? Go ahead and take him, but I want to hear your thoughts on taking Aaron Rodgers right now because there's a possibility I would consider that. You know, I, 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 I've I been saying this all along. I think just waiting for quarterbacks, I mean, taking somebody like Melvin Gordon, um, I don't think the difference between Aaron Rodgers and somebody like Matthew Stafford is going to be that great. Um, so I think waiting on quarterbacks uh, is, is the way to go this year, especially this year because it's just so deep. I mean, I'll be even happy, you know, getting somebody like Derek Carr and, you know, Kirk Cousins or something. Um, All right. Uh, take him, take Melvin Gordon. I agree with that. Okay. All right. There's lots of questions around him. Well, let's say he might suck. <laughs> that's a big yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his biggest question. Is he going to suck? Uh, so we gra- drafted uh, Melvin Gordon in round four, uh, the seventh pick of round four. Um, ending up that round, you got uh, Ryan Matthews, Frank Gore, and Jeremy Macklin to end that round. Ooh. And, and then to begin the fifth round, uh, Aaron Rodgers went. Uh, Michael Floyd, which is a pretty popular pick now. DeMarco Murray went. Um, and then Drew Brees. So we had two quarterbacks already in the fifth round. Um, so pretty much the elite quarterbacks, what I would call elite, are gone. Um, and we are now looking at... Jarvis uh, Landry. Yeah, we're looking at Jarvis Landry has... Yeah, so we're looking at Jarvis Landry, possibly. Uh, our our roster so far, we have two running backs and two wide receivers. So we start off with Adrian Peterson. Um, our other running back is Melvin Gordon. And then our wide receivers are Keenan Allen and Demarius Thomas. Um, so not not bad so far. Um, so now we you know we have a balanced roster. Um, so we're not really stretching for to fill either position because we do have a flex. But now we really... Uh, we don't have a know. flex yet. No, no, that's that's what I mean. We have a flex, and so we don't we you know we don't have to really worry about you know going thin on a position over another. Right. Um, I think we're I think we're pretty solid on both running backs and wide receivers. So now it's truly truly best value here um, for running backs. We can look at Jeremy Lankford, uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard, Matt Jones, which I think both of us you know are down on Matt Jones right now, aren't we? Yeah, we're not touching him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arian Foster. Um, Duke Johnson. As far as the wide receivers go, we have Jarvis Landry, which I think is a great value here in the fifth round. We're picking overall 54 right now. Um, so I think Jarvis Landry... Or Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, they're, they're both arguably, you know, they had the potential... Yeah. I mean, Jarvis Landry did finish in the top, what, 15 last year? Kelvin Benjamin yep. was had an amazing rookie year. Um, so between those two, I wouldn't be mad if whoever you picked. I'm leaning more towards Jarvis Landry, the safety net of him. Uh, He's definitely yeah. going to get 100 receptions. He's going to get 150 targets. So I think yeah. he's safe. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Calvin Benjamin uh, would be a great uh, uh, six round pick. Um, I think this is a little early for Kelvin. Uh, I, I love Jarvis Landry here, not just because I'm a Dolphins fan, but because I think that the Dolphins are going to throw a ton, and I think a lot of it's going to go to Jarvis Landry. Yeah. I mean, okay, so we, I, I wouldn't be upset if we did Greg Olson either. I know you guys are all pro waiting on tight ends, but Greg Olson is a different level of tight end. Yeah, I mean, if you're not going to get Gronk or Jordan Reed, I hate Jordan uh, Reed. <laughs> if you're not going to get them too, uh, I guess Greg Olson might be in that top of that second tier. Um, of course, Gronk all by himself. Um, I don't know. I I don't think you're going to get great value. I think we can wait. Yeah, yeah, and, that's uh, fine. I'm just yeah. yeah, it is something to consider. I, I do yeah, love Greg. It Olson. is. It is. I agree. Hey, we're not arguing that much. That's pretty good. We're getting along today. And we're getting a pretty good roster. Yeah. See see what happens when we come together? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, okay, so Jarvis Landry, I'm drafting as our sixth pick in the fifth round. Um, so just to recap, again, our team, we have Adrian Peterson and Melvin Gordon, and we have Keenan Allen, Demaryius Thomas, and our flex is Jarvis Landry. So it's just something to talk about before we go into the players. Right now sure. we have two players from the San Diego Chargers. Uh, I know a lot of people try to avoid that. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, no, actually. I, I mean, yes, I do have thoughts on it, actually. I don't have a problem with it, though. Um, yeah, I mean, at, at any point in the draft, it's get the best player who's going to score the most points um, in, in that position. Uh, the, you know, I am a little concerned about the bio weeks uh, because we have, you know, some overlapping bio weeks. So maybe towards the end of the draft, start thinking about that. Uh, just maybe some fill-ins, but but um, the, the bye weeks we're looking at are week eleven. I, by by yeah, then, exactly. our roster is going to be a completely different beast. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. So long story short, no, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about drafting a quarterback wide receiver combo, just as I'm you know anything else. So I think this is an easy pick. But go ahead and read off what's available. Yeah. So right now we're looking at. Uh, I'll give you a couple of wide receivers and a couple of running backs. Uh, a couple of running backs that are available. Gio Bernard is still there. Yep. Uh, Matt Jones and Duke Johnson is still there. And I do like Duke Johnson a lot this year. Um, and I'm liking him a little bit more just because that Cleveland offense seems like uh, reinvigorated a little bit. Mm. Um, and then as far as the wide receivers go, we have Larry Fitzgerald, Travis Kelsey, Jordan Matthews. Um, so what, what are your thoughts here? And I, I want to hear them. Um, I'm really pro Gio right now. Um, I don't want any part of Matt Jones, and we do need a running back just to have another running back to you know put in whenever we need him. Um, I think he's a great value right now, incredible value. Um, yeah, I don't see why we. I would definitely take him over Duke Johnson because we know that Giovanni Bernard is going to perform. He has performed in the past. We have that seen. We have not seen that out of Duke Johnson. He showed flashes of it last year. Yeah, but we don't know what he can be. We know what Giovanni Bernard is with Jeremy Hill and without Jeremy Hill, and I think. Gio's a great value right now. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of weird that we're trying to decide between Gio and Duke Johnson. They're really pretty similar players, uh, similar styles of play. Exactly, yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, we've seen a little bit more out of Gio. Um, and I do have him ranked, I think, two spots higher than Duke Johnson. Um, so if I'm going to stick to my rankings, and, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. I'm, I'm okay with taking Gio here. And he will be our first bench player uh, drafting Giovanni Bernard. I think it's an incredible as a bench player. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think he's a solid flex in most cases. Okay, so uh, we drafted Giovanni Bernard. A little bit later in that round, we had uh, Jordan Matthews get drafted. Uh, Carson Palmer was drafted in the end of the sixth round. And Matt Jones was finally taken in the 12th pick of the sixth round. Um, and then uh, the last couple picks, Eli Manning was picked early in the seventh round. And uh, Alan Hearns was just picked uh, in the fifth spot of the seventh round. So we are looking at the... 78th overall pick, which is the 7th round. Um, Who are you leaning towards, Dale? You know, Duke Johnson is still there, which I'm pretty surprised. Yeah. Um, you know, and I would hate to take, you know... Actually, I take that back. My uh, The guy I'm really looking at is Marvin Jones right here. Uh, uh, yeah. we, have, that... we have Emmanuel Sanders, Marvin Jones, Tyler Lockett. Uh, Dejon Jackson's looking really good this preseason. Yeah. Um, but I think, man, Marvin Jones uh, is just staring at me at this spot. I'm going to be completely honest with you. There's no way in hell I can say take Marvin Jones. I I just I can't see it. I, I mean, you just you just don't like him this year. I mean, I don't said that I don't like him. I mean, he looks fine in the preseason, but you know, I just I haven't seen it in the season. Maybe I wouldn't mind trading for him or having him as my third bench spot or my third wide receiver. For, do, you, do you not do you not have confidence in Matthew Stafford's number one target? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be the number one target. It could be Golden Tate. It could be Anquan Bolden. It could be Eric right. Ebron. It could be Amir Dula. I mean, honestly, I don't know what the offense is going to be. And just because of that, he just drops down. I want, I want him on my bench, deep in my bench, if I'm going to take him. I don't want him as a startable player, in my opinion. Okay. So convince me of somebody else then. Duke Johnson. I don't even convince you. I just tell you Duke Johnson. <laughs> I, think he's, okay. I think he's a good value. Also, I wouldn't be opposed to taking Blake Bortles. Um, last year he finished in the top five. This year he should take a step forward with a better defense, and his weapons are another year older, which they need to get older. Julius Thomas should be healthy coming into the season. You know, Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon are there. I wouldn't be opposed if you said Blake Bortles. Um, you know, those are, those are two guys I'm staring at right now, and I have no problem taking a, a quarterback I like in the seventh round. Now that my roster's filled out, or even Travis Kelsey. I mean, I want to put a yeah. play. I want to draft players that I'm going to start, not guys that are going to sit on my bench. Yeah, I understand that. 
I don't think uh, that Blake Bortles is giving us a lot of value here. I mean, the quarterbacks available. Uh, let's see, there's eight quarterbacks taken. We have people like Blake Bortles, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I'm 100% okay with any of those guys. And so if we can wait two more rounds to get somebody like yeah. Philip Rivers or Tyrod Taylor, I'm doing it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, but you know, I'm not in love with any of the guys available. So if, yeah, if this right, was, right. If this was a point that I had to take someone I was going to start, I'll take him. You know, I don't want someone to sit on my bench. So go ahead. Okay. Um, okay, I'm I'm leaning towards Duke. I I kind of compromise there. Are you okay with Duke Johnson? Definitely. I, we're, okay. we're definitely heavy on running back. So. Yeah, we are. <laughs> But we, right. we, we kind of covered ourselves with that Melvin Gordon gamble earlier than drafted, I think is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, besides Adrian Peterson, our running, you know, our other running back is Melvin Gordon and Giovanni Bernard. And now it will be Duke Johnson. So we don't have a, we don't have studs, um, but, you know, we have solid. I mean, Melvin Gordon is an okay RB2. He's a, definitely a solid flex. And so is Gio and, uh, and Duke. So. Uh, we have some solid flex players as running backs that either one, any of these guys can step up and be really valuable later in the season. So yeah. I'm drafting Duke Johnson here with the sixth pick in the seventh round. Yeah, Marvin Jones is gone. Yeah, Marvin Jones was taken right after. Dodge that um, bullet. Because <laughs> if he was there, we would have taken him, you know that. Yeah. Um, so, to, yeah, Marvin Jones was taken. Antonio Gates was taken in the seventh round. I'm disappointed because I... I think he's a great late round uh, tight end not, to pick. Not anymore. Everyone's caught on. He's moving up in everyone's rankings. I can't. I couldn't believe how deep he was like 14 two weeks ago. That's ridiculous. That wasn't going to yeah. last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Phil, we have a little run on quarterbacks. Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, and Blake Bortles were all taken at the end of the seventh round. Fuck. And then, uh, and then we have a bunch of kind of shitty running backs taken, uh, like Garrett Blunt, Isaiah Crowell. And D'Angelo Williams uh, were all taken in this in the eighth round here, um, so we have the seventh pick in the eighth round, ninety uh, first overall pick. Um, what tight ends are available? Zach Ertz and I'm guessing Eric Ebron. Who else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We have Zach Ertz, uh, Julius Thomas, Dwayne Allen, Eric Ebron. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not. I, if I was going to take a tight end now, it'd be Julius Thomas. But I'm yeah, fine. But, I'm fine waiting. But at this point, what's the point, right? Yeah. I mean, you wait. I mean, if you're gonna get a, if you're gonna get a subpar, you know, if you're not gonna get a, you know, second or third tier tight end, what's the point? I mean, they're all the same after that. Yeah. Um, yeah I, in my eyes, I do think I do think Julius Thomas has the highest ceiling out of everyone that's available. But I'm fine waiting another round and praying he falls to us. It kind of sounds like you're high on the Jags this year. Uh, uh, maybe I am. I mean, I'll just jump on the bandwagon. Why not? Except, <laughs> except Allen Robinson. I think he's going way too early. I'll say oh, that. Jesus. Oh, okay. You're crazy. Um, okay, so uh, right now, uh, I'll just kind of recap. Hmm. Do you want to recap our uh, starting lineup or our lineup here? Yeah, we got Adrian Peterson as our number one pick, Melvin Gordon, <coughs> Keenan Allen, Demaryius Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and to round out our bench, we have Gio and Duke. Um, right now, we are not thin at wide receiver. We have some really amazing talent at wide receiver right now. Um, but Tyler Lockett's available, and I wouldn't mind having him to round out our wide receiving core, I think that's pretty good value right now as our third bench player. And he can definitely step in at flex, maybe even number two wide receiver down the stretch. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy I'm looking at. And I also, I'm really getting, I'm starting to pick up hype on TJ Yeldon. I don't know if I'm late on it or early on it, but I think TJ Yeldon's a pretty good value right now. Last year, he finished in the top 24 with the same amount of carries he projected to get this year, which is about 13 to 14 a game. I don't see him going below that this year. So I think TJ Yeldon's a great value. We are heavy at running back, so I'm not opposed to taking Tyler Lockett right now instead. Yeah, yeah, we are we are heavy um, on running backs. I mean, so far in the draft, we've had uh, let's see, 35 wide receivers taken. That's 35 out of the 91 picks have been wide receivers. Um, so about a third of the picks so far. Uh, just some quick math for you guys. Um, so yeah, we have Tyler Lockett, Deshaun Jackson, and Michael Crabtree, all which I'm 100% okay with any of them. Um, if you like Tyler Lockett, I, I don't mind clicking his name. Yeah, I just like his ceiling. I think he could be amazing. I know Deshaun Jackson has finished in the top 10 in the past, and Crabtree that was great last year. I think Tyler Lockett could be even better than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, okay, yeah. I, I agree. Okay, let's go with uh, let's go with Tyler Lockett here. What, what were you going to say, Dale? Take him, take him. What were you going to say? No, I was, I was going to say Tyler Lockett, his ADP is at 85. So if you're really thinking about value, uh, normally he goes 85th overall. 
um, average, 85th overall, and we're picking number 91. So we're beating ADP by a little bit, which which is always good. Um, so let's go ahead and take Tyler Lockett. That's a nice little nugget there, Dale. Yeah, you like that? What's Richard's quote? That's a goddamn good player. What, what does he always say on the podcast? Never mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't listen to the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Kirk Cousins. So your boy TJ Yeldon was taken right after we took Tyler Lockett. Um, and the Michael Crabtree, Justin Forsett was taken uh, in the 12th pick of the eighth round. Which That's kind of early. <laughs> you know, if, if he was available in the early ninth, um, I would have jumped on him really quick. I like Justin Forsett a lot. I've talked about him plenty. Um, yeah, he's going to have the starting spot. Um, he did well when he was healthy last year. As long as he could stay healthy and avoid any broken bones, oh, yeah. um, I think he could be really, really valuable. I don't know if he'll end the season. Uh, probably won't. <laughs> but, um, man, to start the season, you're going to have a starting running back that you picked in the end of the 8th or beginning of the ninth. That's 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 pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I'm, the guy I'm drafting out of Baltimore is Terrence West. He has such a great preseason. Um, but that's beyond the point. You're right, Dale. Right. I mean, ju- I, I'm just looking at, you know, the first, no, the I, first few the weeks. The first few weeks, that's all that matters <coughs> right now. Your, your roster's going to change dramatically after week four. Yeah. yeah. If it doesn't, you're doing something wrong. Right, exactly. Uh, well, it shouldn't look dramatically different, but it could, it'll look different. Okay, so uh, right now we have the uh, fifth pick in the ninth round, uh, which is 102nd overall pick. Um, maybe now it's starting to look like maybe we should try to draft a quarterback soon. Uh, there's been 11 quarterbacks drafted, including Tom Brady. You know, um, my argument to you right now is only one more quarterback realistically will be taken. And we still have Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Andy Dalton. Tyra all Taylor. all the guy. No, I skipped him for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let me get Tyrod Taylor, are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not taking that gamble. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. The, so I mean, one of those guys is going to follow us another round. I'm fine waiting again if you are. Okay. But um, let's okay. just see what let's see what you got. I'll, I'll roll the dice and wait for him uh, for one roll around. Uh, see where it goes. I wouldn't. I would expect uh tom brady's hand or whatever replacement whatever you want to call him handcuff uh to be probably taken the next round or two yeah um so as far as running backs we have uh bilal powell uh tevin coleman the oritic uh spencer ware um spencer ware is becoming mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. is going to start becoming a little more and more valuable very trendy, as season yeah. years um you know with the recent news that jamal charles isn't completely ready um and then we have a uh, Jerick McKinnon, I think we do have to draft at some point soon, um, even if we have to reach for him, just to handcuff uh, Adrian Peterson. We mentioned before, I strongly believe that Jerick McKinnon is probably the most valuable handcuff in the league. Um, so I have a comment, but I want to hear what you think first. Who are you looking at right now? Okay, sorry. <laughs> it was a comment on what? <laughs> if, it, if it was just me drafting, uh, you know, I would look at somebody like Kevin White right now. Um, or going for one of these running backs, uh, Bilal Powell is looking pretty good right now too. Um, so the guy I'm looking at right now is JJ, but the comment I wanted to make right now is if you have a IR spot in your roster, right now is a great time to take Deion Lewis. Um, he's going to go on the pop list and you save him for mid season. You drop him in there. We have a great number two running back. Now we have an agent Peterson couple with Deion Lewis. That's fantastic. And if we're moving to flex, that's fine too. So, if we had an IR spot, I'd take Deion Lewis right now in a heartbeat. No questions asked. But I, really? yeah, yeah, I think I think right now he's a great value. Comes, he's going to be in an IR spot. He's not taking up a roster spot. Throw him in there, and we're good to go. Week eight. Um, or, but I'm leaning more towards Jay Jaya right now. I think it's great value. Arian Foster is probably going to get injured at some point, or not going to start the season. It's going to be Jay Jaya. So I think right now Jay Jaya might be the best value to be a, a running back to start. You take Jay Jaya over Kevin White. Right now, Kevin White just hasn't impressed you. Kevin White hasn't, hasn't impressed most. He, he's, he's been pretty horrendous. Um, I think Willie Sneed, though, if you want to look at wide receivers, is a better value. Um, yeah, if you want to take a wide receiver, I think he's a guy I would take over JHI. Um, but I'm not pro Kevin White. I know he's a ridiculous talent right now. Ridiculous. You know, but he's been terrible in the preseason. But, you know. Yeah. There's that ceiling. I mean, there is that floor to him. So, you know, he could, and Alshon Jeffrey could get injured. And who else are going to throw to? Kevin White. So, I guess maybe you're right. I just convinced myself to take Kevin White. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, th- this late uh, in this late in the draft, we're really looking to, um, you know, to, to kind of take gambles on some players on that have high upside. I think Kevin White, you know, he hasn't been drafted because he hasn't proven himself, um, but he does have high upside here, and he could he could be valuable. And you remember what Alshon Jeffrey did with Brandon Marshall, uh, you know, in the bear, you know, with Jay Cutler. So exactly, um, you know, Jay Cutler, he's not the kind of guy who just zoom, you know, focuses in on one target. Um, He's the guy that so, throws the ball away and gets interceptions. Yeah, yeah. It makes sad faces. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I convince you to take Kevin White here? Yeah, you convinced me. I convinced myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take Kevin White. I would have liked to take Kirk Cousins if this was my real team. Uh, yeah, I bet I, you Kirk Cousins will be available in the next pick, though. Um, so after Kevin White, uh, Tevin Coleman, Corey Coleman, um, which I've I've taken in a couple drafts so far. I really like him. Uh, the end of the ninth round is probably about where he should go. I have no problem with that. Um, I think RG three is going to air it out. I you know I mentioned the Cleveland offense earlier. I think we're going to see a little bit different from the Cleveland offense this year, and I think people are going to be really surprised what you know Josh Gordon's going to do later in the season. Um, Corey Coleman, I think he he's a really really good athlete. Um, I don't think so. the you know Josh uh, Josh Gordon coming back in will affect Corey Coleman. He's going to be running the slot, so I think. Even when Josh Gordon comes back, Corey Coleman will still have value, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So that's just my thoughts on Corey Coleman. Yeah, yeah. High upside guy, just like, you know, Kevin White, in, in my opinion. Um, so to end the ninth round, the Arizona Cardinals defense, uh, that was the first defense taken out of the draft. Uh, there's always that one guy, yeah. um, and they, they picked the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, to begin the 10th round, we had Jay Ajayi, uh, Willie Sneed. So both of the guys we were debating got taken uh, one, two, three, four, five, six seven eight picks after uh, our debate um and then tory smith was just taken as a sixth pick in the 10th round that's so it's hard turn jesus that's pretty high for Torrey smith <laughs> i think but whatever yeah i mean some people still have hopes for that offense Shit, they haven't been watching the preseason <laughs> then <laughs> um so we have uh, the 115th overall pick right now uh in the 10th round um you want to go over our our uh yeah. Our roster just really quick. Sure. We only have one bench spot left, and uh, we have Adrian Peterson, Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, Demaryius Thomas, Jarvis Landry at our flex, and then we have Geo, Duke, Tyler Lockett, and Kevin White uh, to round out our bench. We have one bench spot left. We don't have a tight end. We don't have a quarterback. So, I, go ahead. I'm really leaning towards a quarterback here. I don't want to wait any longer. I'm getting nervous. Yeah, I mean, it's the last bench spot. It's probably going to be our first cut anyways, so... Um, yeah. Right now, we're going to go into a really deep debate on who to take, Tyrod <laughs> Taylor or the six other guys that are available. <laughs> well, see, seeing that I have control of the computer on our draft, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Tyrod Taylor. Oh. And... <laughs> no, uh, okay, convince me why uh, the seventh overall quarterback shouldn't be taken uh, this late in the draft. Well, if you look at the weapons surrounding, I'm going to list a couple of quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Jameis Winston, Annie Dalton. They're all far superior to Tyrod Taylor. Um, they're in better offenses. Way better. Wait, off- hold on, hold on, hold on. Kirk Cousins has far superior uh, offensive weapons than Ty- Tyrod Taylor? Uh, I would take uh, healthy Deshaun Jackson versus an injured Sammy Watkins any day. And that's what you're getting. Okay, Sammy, Sammy Watkins is not injured. Sammy okay, Watkins okay. is going to be just fine. Fine. So would you take a healthy Sammy Watkins or a healthy Deshaun Jackson? Sammy Watkins, no problem. Now, how about let's look at the pass catching running backs. No, you okay, take, you, just, uh, you just Matt skip, Jones or LaShawn McCoy. You, you just skipped their their. Uh, you just skipped uh, Jameson Crowder. You just skipped um, you know the guy they just Josh Doxson. You just skipped the other guy they have over there. What the fuck is his name? The other guy. Yeah, exactly. The other guy. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the other guy. Uh, Josh Doxson, um, Jameson Crowder. There's one more guy. Pierre Garcon. That was the other one. Yeah. Those guys are all really solid. There is no one else in that offense. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, I guess he has LaShawn McCoy too. Yeah. Shit. Okay, well, look, look, I'm not going to go crazy. I I pretty much picked Tyrod Taylor in every box. So, um, I'm, look, if I was... Derek, if, Derek Carr yes. and Matthew Stafford, I would be between Derek Carr. I, I'm skipping Kirk Cousins. Right, right I now. was just going to go in order. I'm, I'm saying Derek Carr, that's the guy I would want right now. I think he has a high, high, much higher ceiling than Tyrod Taylor. More traditional quarterback versus Tyrod Taylor out of the pocket. I would take Derek Carr if I could. Okay, so let's take Derek Carr then. God, I just don't like Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. Maybe it's all the hype he threw behind him. I just, I'm kind of avoiding it in my drafts now just because of yeah. you. You know, I mean, I said it like a month and a half ago, and uh, I'm really, really excited to stick with him. Um, you know, our very first episode, we talked about the, like the plate your flag player, and I planted him on Tyrod Taylor. I've been like riding that wave from day one. 
Um, I'm really excited to see how he's going to do because yeah. uh, my reputation is going uh, is leading on him. So, um, <laughs> but we also uh, Derek Carr, uh, his average draft position is 116, and we're picking him at 115. Uh, so it's right about where he normally goes on the average. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, where it's it's a pretty good pretty good pick there. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Derek Carr. I wouldn't have been opposed to uh, Matthew Stafford. What? Kamari? Uh, no, Jarek Jarek McKinnon was taken. I think I think we waited. I think I think we took the gamble too uh, too much. Just forgot about him. Yeah, kind of. Um, so Jarek McKinnon was taken right after us. Uh, right after uh, Devin Funches, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Washington, uh, rounded out the tenth round. Um, and then after that. Uh, we have Shane Vereen, Kamar Aiken, Darren Sproles. Uh, so we have the sixth pick in the 11th round, which is 126 overall pick. Um, we have a tight end and one bench left besides a defensive kicker. So uh, is it worth trying to chase a tight end now or uh, just kind of fill out, let's get this flyer, uh, our bench player? Well, we're gonna, well what tight end are you uh, thinking about taking right now? Dwayne Allen or Martellus Bennett? Uh, or is Eric Ebron still available? Yeah, let me go to the tight ends available. Uh, we have Dwayne Allen, Martellus Bennett, Eric Ebron, Jason Witten, uh, and Zach Miller. So you know who I'm eyeing right now? Jimmy, Eric Ebron. Jimmy fucking Graham. He's he's a full participant in practice right now. He's a full go, they're saying, over there in Seattle. <coughs> um, if we're taking a tight end this late, why not take possibly uh, the top tight end over the past 10 years or five years in Jimmy Graham? <laughs> a little too far back <laughs> of the century. Um <laughs> So yeah, I think you know I would just skip my just go all the way down and get Jimmy Graham if we're going this late. Um, I think he's a great value. He's full goal right now in practice, and he could you know if he returns to form or halfway to form, he's going to finish in the top five. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Um, I'm, I'm fine waiting and just taking someone else because Jimmy Graham's not going anywhere. No, it, it, that's my exact point uh, that I was going to mention is Jimmy Graham's not going to be taking this round. Um, I think we can wait around. Uh, that would be the twelfth round. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty good value waiting for the twelfth round for him. Uh, 12th or 13th, so I think we could wait on him. I think we should try to take a, uh, a flyer on uh, somebody that's uh, staying out there. So uh, I'm going to plant my flag again and uh, tell you you should take... Wait, hold on. Can, can, I, can I tell you who I'm going to get? Sure. Vincent Jackson. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick, Dale. <laughs> so who, who's your flag player? Uh, Marcus Wheaton. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tell us about Vincent Jackson. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of Vincent Jackson. He had an amazing preseason three, week three, and he was getting so many targets. He's only finished yeah. under 1,000 yards when he's played a full season once, and that was his rookie year. So, And last year he finished under 1,000, but he only played, what, six or eight games? Vincent Jackson's amazing, um, yeah. and he's playing second film to Mike Evans. He's gonna he, yeah. If he plays all 16 games, he's going to go over 1,000 yards and probably go over six touchdowns. He's a huge red zone target. Um, yeah, he is. So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm pretty big on Vincent Jackson, especially going this late. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you, you mentioned it a month or two ago that Vincent Jackson was good value this late. Uh, he hasn't risen much, um, but, uh, you know, since the month ago. But I think after this preseason, he showed that he's still going to get the targets. Jameis Winston isn't a one wide receiver type guy. Um, um, if you I, I'm sorry. I said... Uh, yeah, I said Jameis Winston, right? Yeah, you did. I just want to say a few names that we aren't talking about right now that we people could consider if you're not a big fan of older wide receivers. Um, there's guys like Marcus Wheaton available. There's guys like Travis Benjamin, you know, Rashard Matthews, Mohamed Sanu. You know, there's guys that haven't proven anything yet, but there's a high ceiling to those guys. So I wouldn't – maybe Mike Wallace too, you know. Take him as your last wide receiver. If he shows up and plays like he used to 10 years ago, then yeah, great. Oh, Tajay Sharp, you know, he's been pretty yeah. good this offseason season, great yeah 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 so i mean yeah, the, I, there's deep guys you can go after right now i mean this is our last bench spot you know swing for the fences um so i'm yeah. I'm, I'm not arguing against any of these other guys you know if you want to take you know go get tyler boyd or you know Dion lewis is still available throw him up, just let him sleep there the rest of the season until week nine and throw him on the starting starting roster so you know, there's, yeah there's I, options yeah I and mean, you can get you know somebody like uh you know vincent jackson that's gonna you know going to have a really good chance of getting 800 to 1,000 yards. Or you can get somebody like Tajay Sharp or Tyler Boyd uh, that they could you know they could be boom or bust. We don't know how they're really going to fit into the offense throughout the year. So it just depends on how you want to play your draft. This last pick, 
usually doesn't seem very important, but this is where you can kind of uh, just take a gamble and, and do what you want to do. Last year, um, uh, Brito took Devontae Freeman around this time, and yeah. that sh- he won the championship because of that pick. So yeah. this isn't something to sniff out. When you're doing mock drafts, stay, sit down, do the whole draft, see what comes to you, and really think about it, because this is probably the most important pick, in my opinion. I love late-round picks. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I mean, uh, this is this is where you can get some real good value uh, from players that are ignored. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get Vincent Jackson. Um, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. I think uh, with our, uh, I think we have Kevin White and Tyler Lockett that can give you a kind of a big home run plays and home, you know, home run numbers. And then we have somebody a little more, um, you know, safer. That's going to be, you know, average at best. Yeah. Uh, or at worst, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. All right, so we're taking Vincent Jackson as our last bench spot. Sorry, I took up so much time on that last spiel. No, I think I think it was good. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was drafted in the 12th round. Uh, an atrocity. What a reach. Um, what a reach. <laughs> um, Chris Thompson was taken in the 12th round. Uh, I, Marcus Wheaton. I love Chris Thompson. Benjamin. Alfred Morris was drafted, uh, fifth pick of the 12th round. Um, you know... Alfred Moore seems like a handcuff, but if if Elliott goes down, I think it, the waters are going to be really muddy down there, um, especially if Derek McFadden sticks around. Um, From what I'm hearing, but, Mc... but again, again, it's a twelfth round, not too much damage if you need to drop him. Uh, so overall, might not be a horrible, uh, horrible pick Mc, there. Twelfth McFadden is on his trading block, so maybe Alfred Moore's stock is going up a little bit. Yeah, if if he gets traded, hundred percent, he is a very very valuable handcuff. Um, but right now, I I don't know without without knowing what Darren McFadden's going to do, um, especially with his history doing so well as a backup, uh, you know, as as a guy last year, yeah, um, you know. So, anyways, we have the the seventh pick in the twelfth round, which is 139th overall pick. Um, we have uh, tight end left, so we got to take a tight end, um, <laughs> well, I think, or a defense or a kicker. But I think we're going tight end here. Yeah, I think we agreed on uh, Jimmy Graham. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to taking a. Uh... The best kicker in the game is Stephen Gostowski. I hear he's uh, amazing. I know he's an amazing baseball player. And that Dude, really... six home six home runs in a charity softball game. Three out of the park and three in uh what do you call it? Uh in my mouth. Shut up. <laughs> Just take Jimmy Graham. In the park. In, in the park home runs. I'm taking Jimmy Graham. Um why not? I mean, let's see, the other tight ends available, uh Dwayne Allen. Ebron, yeah. Dwayne Allen, Martellus Bennett, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think all these guys, Jason Witten. Um, yeah, we're, we're taking a chance on Jimmy Graham. See what happens. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't pan out, oh, God, then we just go to the waiver wire and pick up the guy we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I guarantee Jason Witten or Zach Miller is going to be available, and it is what it is. Jesse James. Um, Jesse James. There you go. Um, even somebody like Jared Cook. I do like Jared Cook. He's in my top, uh, top 12 right now. Um, yeah. I know it's a little yeah. high, but... All right, so let's we're taking Jimmy Graham, and uh, we're gonna save you the pain of drafting a defense and kicker. Yeah. Uh, do you want to? Uh, oh, Deion Lewis was finally selected. I, I think that's a great pick, man. I don't know why no why you didn't take him earlier, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not bad. Uh, but who knows when he comes back? We don't know how the Patriots are gonna react to. You know, the Patriots kind of forget their running backs if you don't if you don't remember. Um, you want to recap our. Uh, our team here kind of goes slow for everybody to know. So our quarterback is Derek Carr. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Adrian Peterson um, and Melvin Gordon are two starting running backs. Then we have Keenan Allen, Demarius Thomas, Jimmy Graham is a tight end. Yuck. Jarvis Landry finishing out our starting lineup. Then we have Geo and Duke Johnson, Tyler Lockett, Kevin White, and Vincent Jackson. So we have a lot of depth right there at the bench spot and a lot of potential there too. Yeah, uh, so what what would you grade our team here and why? Um, I would give it a B. I love our wide receivers. I like our quarterback. My biggest question mark is behind Melvin Gordon. I love me some Melvin Gordon, but if I had to pick something, he is a question mark. Everyone else is super safe. Demarius Thomas gets over 100 receptions every year. Jarvis Landry is going to hit that as well. Keen Allen last year was on pace to be an Antonio Brown you know, replica. So, you know, we have three great receivers. Melvin Gordon is our biggest question mark, so... That is why I rated a B. Yeah, I'll, I'll give us a, a B minus only because our I think our bench is pretty strong. Bernard, Duke Johnson. Wait, and a, B, a B minus is worse than a B. What did I say? B minus. Yeah, um, I'm at a B plus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because of our bench. 
Um, our our flex, Jarvis Landry, and our RB2 and Melvin Gordon uh, are probably the reasons I'm not giving it an A. Um, I, given, given, I think we've had good value for both of those guys, but um, they're just not standout picks to me. Who was it again? Uh, Melvin Gordon and Jarvis Landry. I, Mel, Melvin Gordon has an RB2. Like, I, I mean, I mentioned before, Melvin Gordon has a very solid flex. Okay, well, if you switch Melvin Gordon off for DeMarco Murray, which is what we were looking at right now, like, it would, yeah, would not much better. Yeah, not much better. Yeah. So, and and that, that would have been the best possible pick. Yeah, so. and then we were looking at Jarvis Landry, and then he just fell to us. So if you think about what we did there, it's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we picked the best best value at the time. I, I'm just looking at it as a whole, and um, I'm grading it like any, like, you know, if anybody tweeted us at EatSleepFF. Uh, yeah. You know, and I, I'd, I'd grade it as. You know, just as I would other people, so I like Melvin Gordon. He has a high ceiling. It's just, yeah, you know, it's a question we'll mark. See. It's I don't we'll like see. question marks on my roster. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. What else you got going on, man? Um, should we just? I got nothing. I'm gonna paint and walk my dogs. You know, just doing this shit. What about you? Uh, not much. Gonna go eat some dinner. Um, again, guys, you could follow us at Eat Sleep FF. Hit our website up, EatSleepFantasy.com. Um, you know, tweet at us, write us an email, eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. Oh, uh, give us a call and leave us a message. We love getting voicemails. It's pretty funny. Uh, not funny, but fun to listen to. Uh, 507-69-SLEEP. No booty calls anymore, okay? I'm tired of them. No, I love the booty calls. <laughs> um, and what else do we have? I guess that's about it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the mock draft. Um, again, we picked from the, uh, sixth, no, yeah, the sixth position, right? Yeah. Sixth spot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, good luck this weekend and, uh, it's a big weekend, so don't fuck it up. Don't, don't fuck it up. Don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here, here's our pro tip, uh, for drafts. Don't fuck up. There you go. And don't get, yeah, drink, but not, don't drink too much. Just, you know, if you draft Tyrod, Tyrod, uh, Tyrod Taylor, you kind of fuck up. Have a good night, everyone. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. And we take that town, and we take that town.